return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. I almost took his mic, but I guess we're on mic, so praise God. God bless you all. I just want to start tonight and say truth wins. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Never lies. So, will you pray with me? Amen. Father, we thank you tonight for sending Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your word, that the word is with us. Yes. That your word is active. Amen. Your word is alive. Thank your word God. is truth. Yes. And, Lord, you said that when we know the truth, Hallelujah. the knowledge of your truth Far. produces freedom. Yes. We thank you, Lord, for truth that sets every one of us free here tonight, that we'll be freer tonight because of your word. In Jesus' name, everyone said, amen. So tonight's message is, what lies are you believing? So it'd be nice if there weren't any lies, if we, none of us were believing any lie, but sometimes, just like Pastor Dave said this morning, it was amazing to me, some of the verses like that hand and glove, and sometimes we are caught unaware and we're in a trap. So what lies are you believing? And the purpose of this message tonight is that we could identify a lie. Now, we could have said lies, plural, but I thought we could just start with one, that we can identify a lie and break its power tonight. Can you shout amen? Amen. So the Bible is so full of truth about our mind and includes verses that talk about our thought life and thinking like God thinks. I mean, just stop and think about it, that he says our thoughts can be his thoughts, that we have the mind of Christ. So uh, this scripture, Isaiah 53 says, he was wounded for our transgressions. We can read it together. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, say it, we are healed. And say it, made whole. Praise God. So this isn't anything new, but the chastisement of our peace, this word peace is shalom. This, this is saying for every area of our life that there's nothing broken, there's nothing missing. That would be spiritually, I declare that tonight. That would mean physically for all of our physical bodies, for my knee, for everyone here. Emotionally, shalom, I speak shalom, nothing broken, nothing missing. And for a healthy mind, praise God, for a healthy mind. Can we all say together, a healthy mind? healthy mind. So he's not only our burden-removing Savior, he is our yoke-destroying Lord, and he breaks those yokes off of us. So slide two. One of my favorite author's sayings is, where the mind goes, say it. Uh, Next. 
and I'm quoting Joyce Meyer here, I wholeheartedly believe our thoughts lead us, charting the course for our lives, pointing us in certain directions that ultimately determine our destinations. Our thoughts cause us to have certain attitudes and perspectives. They affect our relationships. They determine how productive we will be personally and professionally. And they great, greatly influence the overall quality of our lives. Power in our thoughts. Amen. Amen. Um, it, was, it was really neat when, as I was studying this, I saw it in outline form. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just in my mind. I just, I just saw the things that the Holy Spirit wanted to uh, point out here. And so our thoughts lead us. Our thoughts chart the course of our lives. Our thoughts say it. Our thoughts our thoughts and ultimately influence the quality of our lives. So we have to absolutely understand the power of our thoughts. And uh, praise God for what Jesus has done for us. And his word says a lot about our mind. And I, I praise God for that. And uh, Jesus even said that we are to love God with our mind. And let's go ahead and look at uh, slide four. A lawyer asked Jesus how to inherit eternal life. And Luke 10, 27, Jesus answered, Love the Lord your God, and let's say it, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your and, of course, love your neighbor as yourself. But to love God with all of our mind. I love that, that he gives us that capacity and the ability and the truth that we can do that, that we can love him passionately. And also um, where it says, like, with all your strength, that we are not indifferent people. Amen? Amen. I want to say tonight, we're passionate people. We are fervently in love with our God, and we love him with all of our heart, soul, all of our mind and strength. Slide five says our mind should have no worries. I think we told you about, was it in Florida, where before that phrase got kind of popular, but we were at a restaurant. I think we were all together. No? Well, this group was together, and this, this little waitress from Australia came to our table, and we would say, like, Oh, we're sorry, we need more ketchup. And she'd go, no worries. And, oh, we're sorry, this, we need this and this. No worries. And I thought, praise God, I like that. <laughs> no worries. She's agreeing with the word. And Philippians 4, 6 says, let's go ahead and read together. Do not fret or have anxiety about, but in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, Continue to make your wants known to God. So we don't worry about anything. <clears throat> I won't go into detail here, but that was the first Bible verse I learned as a, before I was a Christian. And I was 19 years old, and I was in a dorm room in Matthews Hall. Who has ever lived in Matthews Hall here? Matthews Hall, third floor. <laughs> and uh, room 359. And someone told me that you could actually take your Bible and write, write it on cards or write it on a note card and apply it to your everyday life. 
and that was good news. <laughs> so she wrote out Philippians, her name is Nancy, and she wrote out Philippians 4, 6, and I memorized that, and every night I went, before I was a Christian, I went to sleep saying God's word, and uh, the word of God produces. So uh, worry-free, slide six, our mind should stay fresh. I love this verse, Ephesians 4.23. Let's release this tonight into the atmosphere. And we can read it together. Be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a mental and spiritual attitude. So everyone say fresh. fresh. Isn't that a good, uh, good word to say tonight about our thought life? Be renewed. Another translation says be renewed in the spirit of your mind and be constantly changed and brought into line with God's viewpoint. Amen? Amen. Slide seven, our minds can improve. So everyone say, change is good. good. Romans 12.2 says, do not be conformed to this world. I think we should say that together. Do not be conformed to this world, but be, be changed by the entire renewal of your mind so that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So according to scripture, we can learn to change our thinking. We can learn to agree with God. I remember not that many years ago in Rapid City at Dove Christian Center, and there was a worship leader named Donnie, and he's been here before years ago, but I remember in the foyer, and you know how sometimes somebody will say something to you, and it's like, Rama, it's just like, I like those words. And he just said the words, agree with God. Do we agree with God in our thought life? Do we agree with what God says about us, about our future, about our family? And according to the word of God, we can walk in truth. So, in fact, the Bible says that we can choose our thoughts. Is that good news? That's a good word from the Lord. So, again, we want to ask ourselves, slide eight. What lies are you believing? I know there's a lie that tries to resurrect in, in my life, and I have to slap it down every day. And so I'm trusting that the Lord tonight will uh, cause some, shine as a light on some area that is a lie in our thought life, and that his power will break that lie tonight, and truth wins. So what lies are you believing? You are a thinking being. You wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is think. All day long you are thinking. You're processing information through your five senses and you activate existing thoughts. The last thing you do at night as you fall asleep is, even while you're sleeping, you're sorting out your thinking. You never stop thinking. Are you tired now? But it's kind of funny, <clears throat> growing up in Pierce, South Dakota, um, and I remember being at a, a um, pep rally, which I don't know if they have those anymore, but, but I was sitting by Linda Sampson, and I remember looking across, and the whole back of the, or the whole um, other side of the, the gym was filled with students. And I looked, looked across, and I looked at all of them, and I said to Linda, just think, Linda. Everybody over there has all kinds of different thoughts in their minds. And everybody's thinking about this, thinking about that. And she looked at me. She burst out laughing. She said, 
are you going to be a sociologist or something or a psychiatrist? <laughs> and, uh, but even back then, I was thinking about people thinking. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and reread these. What lies are you believing? Selah, stop and think about it. You are a thinking being. Let's read it together. You wake up in the morning. The first thing you do is all day long you are you process information and activate existing thoughts. You fall asleep thinking, and while you sleep, you are thinking. So <clears throat> it's a creative force. Thinking, all the thinking that we do, it's a creative force that leads us to choice. Um, one author that I'll make mention of um, that I've gleaned a lot from is Dr. Carolyn Leaf. And she, she writes that when we think we're producing real physical entities in our brain, which we call thoughts, and it affects our spirit, our soul, and our body. We're triune beings, amen? amen? We're a spirit. We live in a body, and we have a soul. Let's go to slide nine. We are a spirit. We live in a body, and we have a soul. I just want to say that again. We're a spirit. We live in a body, and we have a soul. The real you is your spirit. Our spirit will live forever and ever. And praise God, our spirit lines up with truth. And the knowledge of that truth sets us free. We're free in this life. Slide 9 says a prayer for our whole being. So um, let's go ahead and read this prayer together and, and believe this for every area of our life. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, which is your mind, body, be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, some of the research I did is from, like I said, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and uh, she, she has written a book called Who Switched Off Your Brain? Has anybody heard of her? Or Okay. And um, she says, I always teach that thinking is the most powerful thing in the universe after God. So it's really true. As, as the way we think, so are we. As a man thinks in his heart. Um, let's go ahead and drop down to verse... Um, uh, well, let me, I just want to read John 10.10, 10, which actually I don't have up there. But I, I know you guys know this verse. The thief comes, what, for three things? Oh, to yeah. kill, steal and destroy. And he's a liar, right? But Jesus has come to bring us in what kind of a life? <clears throat> now, if you just listen to a couple words in this paragraph, it's the devil's plan that we as humans passively, and that's a huge word there, passively receive his lies. Then we, what can happen is we begin to think about it. And they can get wired into our brain. As we wire these lies into our biology, they can negatively affect our spirit, our soul, and our body. Um, this, to me, goes along with 2 Corinthians 10, 12. And it talks about that the weapons of our warfare aren't carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Let's go ahead and look at Slide 10, <clears throat> that's all the enemy can do is lie. Amen. And um, he is an adversary. Uh, the message this morning, if anyone listening to this by tape, there were 
several different things that alluded to this, how we need to be on guard and ready and not fall into a snare and into a trap. Because there's three sources of where our thoughts come from. It can come from God, praise God. It can come from ourselves, but it can also come from the enemy. John 8, says, there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar. And he is the father of lies. However... Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, Jesus came and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So if Jesus said that, what does that leave the enemy? Absolutely right. I have that in my notes. Nothing. It leaves him nothing. The only thing the enemy can do is lies. And as time affords, I will share a testimony of, of a moment when I stood in our kitchen in Volga years ago, and I heard a voice. And if time affords it, I will um, get to that. But it's this very thing. It was, uh, I heard a lie. And, but Jesus said that all this authority has been given, and of course he transferred it to us. Amen. The risen Savior lives within us. And so that's all the enemy can do is lie. The only thing he can do is try to convince us and to believe these lies. And that's why that word passively. We don't want to be passive. We want to be alert. We want to have our loins girt about with truth and ready when something isn't from God. Just say, leave in Jesus' name. These lies can come through our five senses then we begin thinking about the lies. They can get built in our minds and act on them. So 1 Corinthians 2.16, I think I mentioned this already, but I remember reading this years ago, and it says, we have the mind of Christ. Amen. We have God's mind. Amen. Let's, say, let's say that together. I have God's mind. I have God's mind. Um, we're going to watch a... a video that I felt really went with a special Bible verse. I'm just going to read a couple, a couple other thoughts here before we go to that. It says, according to science and scripture, we're able to think and make choices. Can you say amen? amen. Even if we do choose badly and believe lies and wire them into our brains, it only takes faith in what Jesus did on the cross and 21 days to wire out toxic thoughts and wire in healthy, let's say healthy, life-producing thoughts. We can be changed from glory to glory. Our mind is renewed. It's through the Word of God that we are changed. It's through the Word of God that we know truth. It's through the Word of God that we know that we have this power invested in us. We have this treasure in an earthen vessel. And uh, all of a sudden we realize that it's all about him. So let's go ahead, and there's a video about a girl who comes for help. Uh, she's not thinking right. <laughs> she's believing a lie. And the doctor's advice here reminds me of the next scripture that we'll look at. I did, yeah.
Dr. Switzer? Uh, yes, C come in. I'm just, just washing my hands. Uh, I'm Catherine Bigman. Janet Carlisle referred me. Oh, yes. Uh, still doing a very alive in a box. Yes. Yes, that's me. <laughs> Should I lay down? Oh, no, no, no. We don't, we don't do that anymore. Just, just have a seat. And, uh, and let, let me uh, tell you a, a bit about our, our billing. I, um, I charge $5 for the, for the first five minutes. And, and then absolutely nothing after that. How does that sound? That sounds great. <laughs> Too good to be true, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well, I can I can almost guarantee you that that our session won't last the full uh, the full five minutes. Now, um, <laughs> we don't do any insurance billing, so you would either have to pay in in cash or by check. <clears throat> wow. Okay. And uh, and I I don't make change. All right. <laughs> and go. <laughs> go. Well, tell what? me, tell me about the problem that you wish to address. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I have this fear of being buried alive in a box. <laughs> I just, I start thinking about being buried alive, and I begin to panic. Has, has, has anyone ever ever tried to to bury you alive in a box? No, no. But truly, thinking about it does make my life horrible. I mean, I can't go through tunnels or be in an elevator or in a house, anything boxy. So what what you're saying is you're uh, you're claustrophobic. Uh, yes, yes, that's it. All right. Well, uh, let's go, Catherine. I'm. Uh, I'm going to uh, say two words to you right now. I, I want you to listen to them very, very carefully. Then I want you to take them out of the office with you and incorporate them in, into your life. Well, shall I uh, write them down? Well, if, if it makes you comfortable, it's just two words. Most, we find most people can, uh, can remember them. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yes. Okay, you're there. Stop it! Stop it? Yes, S-T-O-P, new word, I-T. So, what are you saying? <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. I, I, I say two simple words, and I cannot tell you the amount of people who say exactly the same thing you're saying. I mean, this, you know, this is not Yiddish, Catherine. This is English. Stop it. So, I should just stop it. There you go. I mean, you... you you don't want to go through life being scared of being buried alive in a box, do you? I mean, that sounds, sounds frightening. <laughs> yes. Then stop it! I can't. I mean, it's been with me no, since no, childhood. No, no, no. We, 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 we don't go there. Just, just stop. So I should just stop being afraid of being buried alive in a box. You got it. Good go. Well, it's only been... It's only been three minutes, so that will be um, uh, three dollars. <laughs> I only have a five, so. Well, I, I don't, I don't make change. <laughs> then I, I guess I'll take the full five minutes. Fine. All right. Well, what other uh, problems would you would you like to address? <clears throat> <sighs> uh, I'm bulimic. 
I stick my fingers down my throat. Stop it! Not of some kind? Don't, don't do that. But I, I'm compelled to. My mom used to call me... No, 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 no. No, we, we don't go there. But I've been having this dream. No, we don't go there either. But my horoscope did say... We definitely don't go there. Just, just stop it. What, what, what else? Well, I have self-destructive relationships with men. Stop it! <laughs> you you want to be with a man, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yes. Well, then stop it. <laughs> don't be such a big baby. I wash my hands a lot. That's all right. <laughs> it is? Okay. That gets the message through. <laughs> Praise God for simplicity. So, well, the doctor actually, it was funny, but he actually had very good advice. And uh, she was believing lies. But I really felt like, as this video came back to my mind, that it went along with 2 Corinthians 10, uh, verse 5, which is slide 11. <clears throat> but one translation that I've read of uh, slide 11 is that we... The verse about taking our, okay, let's go here. We demolish arguments and every pretension. But I want to add a few words here. It says, we refute. It says, we cast down. But another translation says, we slap down. And that's the part when I, I don't know what translation it was. But it says, slap it down. When we get a thought right. or a lie right. or something like that, that um, is against the word of God, we refute it. We cast it down, we slap it down, we slap down arguments, imaginations, theories and reasonings, actually anything, say anything, that sets itself up against the, knowledge, the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Another translation says we lead every thought away captive into the obedience of the Messiah, the Anointed One. So, praise God, um, I, I love humor, and I, I love that some, th some things like that, like just stop it, can be, will come back to our mind and just say, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. It's like making a spiritual decision, right. Right. and just going back to James 4, 7, no, I'm going to resist right. that lie, right. and I'm going to adhere to the truth. So, uh, let's close out that section and just say, stop it. Stop <clears throat> Don't ever let any thought run rampant through your mind. Capture every thought. Let's read these together. Check for the lie. Reject the lie and... Which always goes back to God's word. So, I touched on the, the fact that there's three sources where these thoughts come from. There's three different sources. And do you remember what I said? God or the devil. And in John 10, 4, Jesus' sheep follow him. It says, because they know his voice. I just want to say that again. Jesus' sheep follow him because they know his voice. But I have to ask the question, or have we believed a lie? Is there some lie? Sometimes we have a dark thought, or we are troubled, 
by a, by a thought because it's so horrible. And we think it's our own thought. That's so right on. This is so important for the body of Christ to know. And I, I, it's so beneficial Amen. when we recognize that familiar spirits speak in the first person. Um, I'll give you an example, <clears throat> but I just want to say, not every thought is your own. Yeah. Not every thought is your own. If you get a weird thought, or if you get a thought like, um, I don't want to serve God anymore, where do you think that thought came from? Did that come from God? No. I know it didn't come from you. No. And so what would the third source be? But... He, a familiar spirit will speak in the first person, trapping and ensnaring Christians yep. to believe that it's their own thought yep. and troubling them. Yep. Yep. Um, it could range, it, it could be a wide range of lies. It could deal with relationships. It could be uh, something about your own walk with the Lord. But uh, the thought that and I do have time for it here. The thought that I had in Volga, and I was standing in our kitchen, and some of the, the kids were home, and I think others were around, like I was cooking, and all of a sudden, it was near Easter time, and all of a sudden, I had the thought that I wasn't a Christian. Has anybody ever had that thought? <laughs> I know you have. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a lie, and, but it, it greatly troubled me. And I, but what I didn't do right, I mean, usually you could hear that for over and over again. You think, that's a lie. I'm a Christian. But the enemy is subtle, and it, it, it got me. And I thought, here I am, a pastor's wife, and I'm not a, I don't believe. And, you know, it was just, I mean, if talking about it now, it's, it's ridiculous. But this can happen. Oh, yeah. And what lies are we believing? And um, that bothered me for, for too long right. that I just, I just didn't think I, I believed. Amen. And I would, I would just open the Bible and I'd, <laughs> that's the right thing to do. Yeah. And just to declare the word that... Um, that refute lies, that's right. and and that's what I did. And when and well, what happens there with that verse that um, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty. So let's shout out mighty, mighty through God. But it says, I got to stand up on this part just for a second. <laughs> it says to the pulling down of strongholds. Now. What I mentioned there as far as like we could passively, I was passively hearing that lie. And, and I let it take a, a spot in my brain. And what happens is thoughts like this can get a strong hold. And, but the Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are mighty. They're not carnal, but they're mighty through God so that we have the ability to pull down those strongholds and everything that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God and then bring those, like verse, set, verse 5 says, bring those thoughts 
into captivity. Line them up with God's word and know the truth, and truth sets us free. So I, I believe that if Christians realize that not every thought is their own, it could greatly benefit um, our victory walk and staying in peace. And, you know, examples like uh, Pastor Dave and I have heard examples over the years, being in the ministry as long as we have, that, that a spouse may say, well, God told me to divorce my, my mate. Well, we know that thought did not come from God. <laughs> and so, the, but what happens then if those, those thoughts are planted and then conceived and then acted on, they give birth, James talks about gives birth then to sin, and, but if they're eradicated immediately, they don't get a strong hold. And we stay free. We maintain peace. And we walk in that peace. Almost everything that happens to us, good or bad, begins with one thought. And I bring you back to my kitchen in Volga, to that one thought. And it was, it was um, a silly thought. And neuroscientists can now demonstrate that every thought sends electrical and chemical signals to your brain affecting every cell in our body. Praise God for the power of thoughts. Let me rephrase that. Praise God for the power of good thoughts. Amen. Slide 12. Thoughts can influence your sleep, your digestion, your pulse, and your whole body. And I add this sentence in here. The secret conversations you hold within yourself in the privacy of your own mind are shaping your destiny little by little. Every thought we have is either a negative or a positive, has negative or positive effect on us and our future. No thoughts are neutral. Isn't that something? Yeah. Praise God. Because, because it's so exciting with God. I want to read these together. Oops. Okay. Um, please shout these out. Thoughts can influence Thank God we have the mind of Christ. Thank God Ephesians 4.23 says we can be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Because if we didn't think that, I would be an alcoholic. I would probably be on drugs. I probably wouldn't be alive. If I didn't change my thinking from our bloodline and know that Jesus said that the curse is broken off of our lives and that he brings freedom and power so that we can walk a holy life and live in victory and enjoy life. That's what Mama Perry says. Let's enjoy life. Slide 13. Please shout it out. For as a thinks. I think we need to read that three times. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. One more time. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Selah. Stop and think about it. What are we thinking? What do you think about yourself? Do you think you're a worm like Jacob? A grasshopper? When they went into to spy out the promised land? Are you weak? 
Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. God's changing people's minds right now. Amen. We're agreeing with God. We're agreeing that we're anointed. Oh, yes. And um, like that, that lie that I had years ago, of course it got broken. And um, any lie here, like sometimes people think that they're homosexual or lesbian or bisexual. Those lies can be broken right. through the power of truth, totally. through Jesus' name. Yeah. Um, lies that would make someone, like in a marriage, like um, feel adverse or um, conflicted with their partner. Those are lies. And the power of God's word can change those situations. Um, there, there's such power in truth. Yeah. Know that you're anointed. Um, let's go ahead and read Proverbs 4.23. Now, let's just look at that first word, keep. What are some words you think of when you think of keep? Let's guard it. Hold. Let's hold it. Okay. Protect. Preserve. Selah. Keep your heart and thoughts with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life and like was uh, like what was referred to this morning that these decisions affect our whole future where we go as a man thinks that's how our life follows and whatever law you might be struggling with Tonight, maybe it's a lie like um, your future is not bright. Well, we find truth to say that I know the plans I have for you, plans for peace, to give you a bright future and a hope. Um, Maybe you're believing for your knee to be healed (laughs) and to be off of crutches or some other physical thing. And, but you declare God's word that says, with, with, with the wounds of Jesus, yep. I have been healed. He healed me at Calvary. Right. I'm getting better and better. Right. And if we're um, troubled or fearful, we can find verses that, that break, that snap the power of that lie. So um, I'm going to do something a little bit different here, but I know on Sundays we, you guys all look lively and alert, but I have some declarations, and I'm really not finished yet, but I'd like you to all stand. <laughs> I see a sleeping one in the front here, but it's Micah. So. But let's stand up and make these declarations. The, the material tonight came from several sources, and these actually came from a gospel, a, a tract that Steve Sampson wrote that talked about medicine for the mind. So we want to continually claim the mind of Christ. In fact, let's start out by saying, I have have the mind of Christ. Christ. So slide 14, declarations. Oh, that's the first one. I have the mind of Christ. I am wearing the helmet of salvation. The blood of Jesus Christ covers my mind. The peace of God guards my mind. 15. I have a single mind, not a double mind. 
My mind is set on the spirit, not on the flesh. Oh. My mind is steadfast on God, and I have his peace. I have girded up the loins of my mind. Everyone shouted. Okay, you can be seated. Medical research points to the fact that controlling your thought life is the best way to detox your brain. This means not letting, our, letting thoughts run wild. This will help us tonight. Stop it. Shout out, stop it. If you get a mean thought about um, a family member or somebody, uh, a co-worker or uh, someone in the body of Christ, a negative thought, just stop it. Just, just cause it to, to fall and replace it with a positive thought, a thought that will edify, amen, a thought that will build up. I remember years ago when Dave and I were first married, and he had been mistreated by a coach, and so this is his testimony, but so he, he would have these thoughts and, and the conversations, you can rehearse conversations, and, but every time those thoughts began to come to him, he would pray a prayer of blessing over that coach. Father, I bless that man in the name of Jesus. May he reach his destiny. May he become everything you want him to be. I pray that all he does is successful. And guess what happened? That thought left, deceased, and it was buried in the sea of forgetfulness. And that coach ended up blessed, and Dave ended up blessed. So we want to capture thoughts that would want to run wild through our mind and that would try to cause anyone, even listening by CD or on the Internet, that would cause you to get in a tizzy, that would lead you to a panic attack. And I declare God is greater. Greater is the one who's in you than the one who's in the world. Now remember, let's go back to John 8, 44. Not here, but just reference, that the, all the enemy can do is lie. He is a liar and the father of all lies. <clears throat> we want to pay attention to our thoughts. Now, most, ideally, most times through the day are just normal times. But if something happens and you're caught off guard, you want to stop and analyze that thought. What am I thinking about? Am I going to accept that thought or am I going to... Get rid of it. Okay, let's go to slide 16. How do we do that? How do we get rid of it? So consider the following. How many could have, would have, or should have statements have you made today? I think I'm supposed to go slow on these. How many if-onlys were part of your inner vocabulary today? I think that happened to me already today. It didn't last long, but, you know, oh, this, that. How many times have you replayed in your head a conversation or a situation that pained you? Mm. We're not going to do that. Don't rehearse it. Don't nurse it. How many scenarios have you created of the unpredictable future? I'll just read that again. 
How many scenarios have you created of the unpredictable future? I just want to say, he is the stability of your times. My times are in his hand. You see what the knowledge of the power of God's word does for us? He causes us to be the head, not the tail. He causes us to be above only, not beneath. He causes us to know we're empowered, that we can do, say it, all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let me just splice in here. Never say I can't. If you're asked to do something for the Lord, give a testimony, pray a prayer, just be a green light Christian and say yes. It does, it, God is faithful. Amen. He will give you. Amen. There's so much gifting in this room. Absolutely. It's been such a blessing, starting with the fire starters, yeah. to have student-led worship, student-led teaching every week for, what, two or three years? Right. Teacher after teacher that has Holy. risen up and delivered a word from heaven. Amen. Now in the ladies' Bible study, yeah. student-led, or not student-led, but... Ladies that, several women that lead worship, honor God, and teach the word, and pray, and teachers in the Sunday school rooms, preachers here, because you know the truth, and you know that you have this rich gospel within you. How passive is your mind? I feel like that's really huge, that we don't be passive. How honest are you with yourself? How distorted is your thinking? Um, That's something that I have worked on before. It's not blowing something out of proportion. You know, like it's like this big, and then I make it this big. So let's just um, get rid of that, or anyone here who's done that, because that's distorted. Are you... Forming a personal identity around, for example, a disease? Do you speak about my arthritis, my multiple sclerosis, or my heart problem? We don't want to be identified with, well, I have, but we, we go back to the truth. It is a fact, but it isn't, the, it, is, it isn't the fact. It isn't the truth. Do you ever make negative comments like, nothing goes right for me, everything I touch fails, I always mess up? We're never going to say that again, are we? (laughs) With Jesus' help. You know, it's not a perfect world, but a righteous man gets back up. Though he falls seven times, the Lord will raise him up. Okay, slide 17, we're winding it up here. If you answered yes to even one of these, Uh, This author, this um, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, she says that we can detox our minds. And there's four simple techniques, and we're going to watch a two-minute clip of um, some things that she says after after we read these. So four simple techniques in detoxing your thoughts. Understand thoughts are real and have actual anatomy. Increase the awareness of your thoughts and your feelings. Thirdly, do something once you've analyzed the thought. 
And here's the fun part. Build new memories over the old. I have scriptures that go with all of those, um, but I don't believe time permits that tonight. But um, everything tonight is based out of truth from the Word of God. So let's go ahead and watch that two-minute clip. And it will probably have to be loud. It's kind of a softer. If, if you can understand how your brain works, if you can understand how it functions, it makes something that's very, un, you know, very out there something very tangible. So I teach people about the anatomy of thought. What's actually happening now as you're listening to me? What's going on? How does that thought form in your brain? And then if you think incorrectly, it becomes toxic. So in the, in the second part, I teach people about... When you say toxic, to give us a definition from your perspective of toxic. Well, toxic is when, when basically your body functions in electrical chemical feedback loop. So if you don't think correctly, the way that the... the the, the nerve cells look like trees and like you so clearly explained just now that if it's a good thought it'll be a luscious green tree with lovely green leaves on but if it's a toxic thought it's like a weed with thorns on and it becomes a negative like a briar like a bri exactly mm -hmm. like a briar and it, and it takes up space and it occupies space and it, it grows through the brain and things like anger and hate and bitterness and rejection and those things that that memory looks different to a good happy positive memory in your brain and when you have those toxic memories actually physically growing because it's a physical thing that actually happens in your brain it actually physically grows it upsets the whole electrical chemical feedback loop in the brain and then that causes your whole body to it, it's trans that thought is translated by your the middle part of your brain into a physical reaction in your body so toxic thinking in your brain will actually become a physical reaction in your body so the way in which you think will affect your intellect your emotions and your physical health and if you know if we can understand that that is a reality we can also change it because the scientific research shows us that you, that you can grow your brain at will so if you've grown a toxic thought, you can actually fix that up, which is amazing. Because if you think that, um, you know, if you have an abuse or a rejection or a bitterness or any kind of, that, that becomes a thought that's in your head because your brain, everything begins and ends in the brain. So if you've got this toxic thought, this toxic emotion in your brain, this actual memory that looks a bit like a tree and it's got all these thorns on, you can actually deal with that. God gives you his incredible, um, incredible ability. Within four days, you can start changing the way in which your brain functions. Amen. Amen. Praise God for good news. Praise God for the word. Praise God for freedom. Let's just go ahead and close with um, slide 19. Well, we'll read 19 and then, and then we'll let the Holy Spirit do what he wants to do here in uh, the last few minutes that we have. So this scripture is our think on list. And that would be slide 19. This is nothing new, this verse. But it's brand new if we do it. It's our think-on list. Finally, brothers and sisters, let's read it together. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy. Shout it out. Think about such things. Praise God. So if we're wondering sometime if a, if a thought is from God, here's our list. Here's our think-on list. And that's, uh, there's so much in there. Slide 20 is how, how we will close tonight. Now, 
Let's read it together. We will identify a lie and break its power tonight. So let's all stand up together in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We'll let the Holy Spirit bring anything to our mind that he wants to. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for truth. And we pray if there's any lie that we've been believing, that tonight through the power of your word, we break its hold off of our thoughts. Everyone say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for your word that says we have the mind of Christ. And I'd like you to just go ahead and put on a something there. And there's about four minutes left before 8 o'clock. And I'd like you, you can either continue to stand or you can just sit and ask the Holy Spirit, what lie am I believing? It could be something as small as growing more. So Holy Spirit, we thank you for just doing what you want to do here right now. Bring to our mind anything that's a lie. And then as if a thought comes to you like that, I don't know, like this just came to me like I can't quit smoking. Say if it's that, then you can find a Bible verse. And, and just think of a Bible verse right now. Find a Bible verse that says that you have all power over all the power of the enemy. Something that will come against that lie. Thank you, Lord. everyone thought of a lie? If you've thought of a lie, just raise your hand. Um, We've got one hand in the air. Now, if um, have you thought of a Bible verse that comes against that lie? Do you have a Bible verse? Okay. So thank you, Father, tonight. I, we've identified a lie, and now through the power of your word, we break its power over our thoughts. Thank you for freedom and for truth for all of your people here. Jesus, we love your presence. We love who you are. We love that you are a prince of peace. We love that you were wounded for us so that we can think right and we can be whole physically, spiritually, but also emotionally in our minds. 
Thank you, Jesus, for healing everyone here of mental illness. In Jesus' name, be healed. Any distorted thinking, be healed tonight. In Jesus' name. Any bipolar situation or condition that you've been labeled with, we release healing to you and we break that label off of you in Jesus' name. We break off any label off of anyone here and anyone hearing this message. We break those lies off of you and we release truth. We release destiny of God and the high call of God into your life, into your thoughts, and that you will be everything that Jesus has intended you to be. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I know you'll continue to work as we go our way in Jesus' name. Everyone said, Amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife@brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.